Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 35. Guess what? It's a great big world out there, and you don't have to be scared, because it's all yours for the taking, I know. That your dreams are big and bright, and God gave you this life to do crazy things. Hi, Principal Matters listeners. This is William D. Parker welcoming you to another episode of Principal Matters, the School Leaders Podcast. Thank you for tuning in each week where you can hear innovative, inspiring, and informative ideas for school leaders who want to improve the way they serve their school communities. You can check out my blog posts and podcast at my website at williamdparker.com. If you subscribe for my weekly updates, I'll send you a free ebook called Eight Hats, Essential Roles for School Leaders. Also, you can check out my website for my book, Principal Matters, The Motivation, Action, and Courage Needed for School Leadership, also available at amazon.com. This week, I want to talk about five questions to ask yourself to see if you are growing in leadership. Every year that I have been in school leadership and every year I have been in education, and this is, I believe, my 25th year. I started my education experience back in the 90s as a high school English teacher. And about 10 years into that that journey, I transitioned into assistant principal roles and then Almost uh, four years ago now, I became the principal of Skytook High School, which is a high school just north of Tulsa, Oklahoma. During that, during all of those years of time of, of working in schools and working with teachers and working with students, um, I have had to constantly ask myself the, the tough questions. Am I where I need to be? Where can I grow and how can I improve? A couple of years ago, my junior high daughter began taking clarinet lesson, lessons from a private tutor. And I remember when I picked her up from her first session, she said, Dad, I've been playing for three years, but I just learned today that I was not putting my mouthpiece far enough in my mouth. That one tip has helped me hit my first high notes ever. I can still see how ex- I can still picture how excited she was riding in the seat beside me in the car because she had discovered something she never knew. She was being coached and she was realizing that she had a weakness of which she was not aware. You know, all of us have lots to learn and none of us ever reaches a point in our lives or our positions or our relationships or our responsibilities where we have arrived. Sometimes this is amazingly frustrating to know that you just can't always get it right, but sometimes it can be a relief. So what are some helpful sources of support and instruction that can help us keep growing in our lives and in our callings? So today I just want to ask you five questions. Five questions, uh, quick questions to ask yourself if you're discovering uh, growth in your own life, uh, questions that I'd like to ask myself. So let's start with number one. To whom do you read or listen to most? You know, farmers have a strong understanding of the basic facts of sowing and reaping. And we are fooling ourselves if we think that problem-solving and critical thinking happen by chance. The thoughts that we put into our minds play a strong part in shaping our vision, our direction, our beliefs, and our actions. So let me ask you this. How do you start your morning? 
Um, whether you start your morning with a good, a good book or maybe a good listen for those of you who commute, uh, the habits of reading and learning will actually increase your knowledge and inspiration and motivation more. So who are you reading? What are you listening to? Choose wisely so that your mind is taking it in and then welcome opportunities to digest that truth and that wisdom. I'll give you an example from my own life. This summer when I was traveling a lot and speaking, a teacher in my building had actually given me the book Apollo 13, the story of Jim Lovell, and all of the uh, the, the stories surrounding that incredible flight into space and that almost uh, that near-death experience uh, where, where those, those men were uh, saved um, through their uh, heroic and amazing collaborative teamwork. Um, when I listen to great books, I'm inspired and I learn and I grow. So, number one, who are you listening to? What are you reading most? Number two, to whom do you entrust most of your time? I've heard it said before that we are the sum of the five people who we spend the most time with. And so, whether or not that's an exaggeration, the truth is that we do often reflect and we do often model the behaviors of those who we value most. And some of us have callings where we pour lots of our time into the lives of others. But from whom are you receiving feedback and input and direction? I want to encourage you to find others who not only share mutual ideals, but who also model behaviors and character to which you aspire. Who are some people you look up to? Who are some people from whom you can learn? I know in my own life, for instance, I, I'm in a very strong relationship in my district with other school leaders, uh, with a superintendent who, who inspires and leads by example. I know in my personal life that I um, am inspired um, and I am touched by the lives of the people with whom I worship on a weekly basis. Um, and so I just want to, I want you to think about who are, who do you hang out with? Um, because um, we need to hang out with people who we'd like to be like. Number three, who has your best interest in mind? You know, we can receive a lot of feedback from lots of sources, and sometimes even our worst critics can shine lights on areas where we need to grow. But when you receive correction from a trusted source, then you often have even more motivation to take positive action. I have some fantastic assistant principals with whom I work, and more than once I have sat in meetings with them where they have taken opportunities to point me in the right direction. I remember one day when I was in a meeting, we were working through an agenda for an upcoming meeting, and they took uh, a look at the draft that I had made for an upcoming meeting, and they cut out about half of what I had included. Uh, I was so glad afterwards to know that they had weeded out the, the unnecessary things and had encouraged me to include what really was going to matter. Uh, and so that feedback was so valuable. Because they are trusted sources in my life, I took advice from them. And, uh, and in that case, the new agenda fit our faculty meeting time exactly to the very last scheduled minute. So who, who has your best interest in mind? Listen to those people because they're not giving you advice because they're trying to mislead you. They're giving you advice because they are in it with you. They're invested in your success just like you're invested in theirs and you're together invested in the success of your school. I hope you have that kind of relationship with others. And if you don't, then reach out to people who you know have your best interest in mind so that you're making good decisions that are good for you too. Number four, whom are you serving? You know, sometimes the most helpful feedback we receive is from those we directly influence the most. So I like to ask students occasionally what they like or don't like about our school. And sometimes the feedback can be surprising. Sometimes it can be encouraging. Sometimes it can be alarming. But it's always valuable. 
when I was in the classroom, I would often survey my students at the end of a grading period and ask for their feedback. You know, in business, a client's feedback often comes in the amount of money that they pay for the value that you provide them. And in schools, uh, we don't work in a for-profit institution. So it's our students and our parents and our teachers and our community who provide us valuable feedback. How do they like what they're receiving from us? Whom are we serving will often help us see where we need to grow. And number five, to whom are you accountable? Everyone is accountable to someone. Even the, the unemployed must still obey the laws. Um, and if even if you're self-employed, you must still pay taxes or serve clients um, if we want to experience long-term success or stay out of trouble. And so as principals or school leaders, we are accountable to those whom we serve. Most notably, I take my direct instruction from my, my superintendent. Um, you may be in a district where your direct supervisor is someone else, but his feedback to me provides additional perspective on what is working or what is not working well in my school. Um, and that can be other people within our district team as well. Uh, we have a, I have a great relationship with our curriculum director for the district and other directors within our district who provide feedback to me. They're like mirrors to me, helping me see areas where th- that I may not see for myself very well and pushing me and, and encouraging me in, in to, to grow in ways that I've never thought about growing before. Sometimes it's painful, but you know what? The, accountab- the accountability is good because growth is good. So who's that for you? Those observations or those corrections can help shine a light on your blind spots, and they can save you a lot of grief in the long term if you just listen. If, like me, you have the privilege of, of trusting your relationships with peop- the people um, who lead you, then you should embrace their feedback and not resent it. So let's wrap this up. Remember this. You are, you are surrounded by valuable sources every single day, whether that includes sources that you read, whether that includes sources to whom you're listening, whether that includes the people you're serving, whether that includes people who you're following, whether that includes people who you surround yourself with. It's so important to ask yourself questions for growth. So let me just wrap up those five points again. Here, here's five questions to ask yourself. To whom, number one, to whom do you read or listen to most? Number two, to whom do you entrust most of your time Number three, who has your best interest in mind? Number four, whom are you serving? Number five, to whom are you accountable? If you're like me um, and you have the, pr- the privilege of, of serving schools, remember that you still have room to grow. Just like my daughter in her clarinet lessons, when you allow feedback from trustworthy sources, you're going to keep growing and you're going to keep learning. And in the process... You hit higher goals than you can ever hit before, and that is what your school needs so that they can hit their highest goals that they've ever hit before because together we're all growing and we're all learning. We never stop being students. So now it's your turn. What are some of your most valuable sources of feedback? What are some of the most valuable ways that you find personal growth? Share that with the rest of us. Feel free to reach out uh, by checking out this blog post at williamdparker.com. And you can leave a comment there, or you can connect with me on Twitter. Uh, my handle there is William D, at WilliamDP. I hope that you have a fantastic week. If you haven't taken time to sign up for my weekly updates, I, uh, if you'll do so at my website, I'll email you 
a copy of the free ebook Eight Hats Essential Rules for School Leaders. You can also check out my book, Principal Matters, The Action, Courage, and Motivation Needed for School Leaders at my website or at Amazon.com. Don't forget this week that what you do is so important in serving students. What you do matters. Have a great day. Yeah,